Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So you got two options. You can make a run for it, but you'll never see your kid again. You'll be a fugitive until they hunt you down and kill you. Or option two, we make a podcast. A podcast? (laughs) You are a funny fucking dude. So those are your options. Life in prison or make a podcast. It's only my heart that you're taking, but just so alive, it's amazing. Before we begin, I want to make it go on and on and on. It's only my hate that you're killing. So alive, it's thrilling I want us to come Take me beyond You are listening to Cobras and Fire A Pantheon Podcast Hosted by two gentlemen more than happy to podcast from prison. Elsie Fox and Baco. Come together cause I'm ready for you. Nothing matters, all I want is you. Cobras and Fire. My name is Baco, and I'm joined with the always angry about something, Elsie Fox. How are you this morning, Elsie? Uh, I guess I'm angry. Ahoy! Yeah? 
Irritant. Oh, ahoy. That's right, sailor. <laughs> we got to keep keep that going. Uh, yeah. I'm going to start answering Cobras the phone fire. that way. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> well, that would be good if we just switched over to that instead of like, uh, sup, ahoy. Yeah? <laughs> ahoy! Sup, bro? You gotta, uh, ahoy! Ahoy, bro! You can't ahoy, bro. try to do it like you're some hard ass, like, ahoy. Yeah, it just doesn't work. Or just, ahoy! Ahoy! Mm-hmm. I gotta work on my ahoys. Ahoy! Ahoy! That's oh, yeah. good one. There you That's go. pretty yeah. good. See, you kind of felt that one what in if, the diaphragm, didn't you? What if... Yeah. What yeah. if we were to bring that into culture? That's how p- people greeted each other. Like people say, you know, some, that, that one guy that tries to be cool, instead of saying hello, he goes, greetings. Oh, yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Cool. yeah. I always think those guys, they you think they're trying to be cool? <laughs> I, yeah, you yeah. might be right. Yeah. Maybe, greetings uh, and salutations. You, you think the, the those uh, poor sons of bitches in that submersible said ahoy when they showed up that day? They absolutely fucking did. <laughs> oh, too soon. Too soon. Hey, let me, I don't know. Let me ask you on that real quick. Uh, extreme yeah. vacationing now. I, you know, because we got these billionaires that are flying to the tip of space, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, the, the shit like this thing where you you, you pay two hundred fifty grand to go uh, float down to the or sink down to the the Titanic and take a look at it, mm-hmm. and you know, it just seems a, a lot of these things are kind of like. Um, well, without getting into the social commentary on it, here's my question. Uh, I was thinking about that, and I went in to talk to Toots, and I was like, you know, I was thinking about these trips. Like, they, what if I came in and said, I'm thinking of going into space. They're, they're, Bezos called me up, and he said, yeah. She's like, nope. And I'm like, really? And I'm like, I don't think I, like, I don't have any desire to really fly into space or go into some little iron tub and go down to look at the Titanic. You know what I mean? I I get the the attraction, but maybe it's just because I'm a big pussy. Would you do any of those kind of things? I mean, these are the kind of things I'd be worried about. Like, you know, especially if you do any research, it's like safety schmafety. Get the thing off the launching pad. (laughs) Yeah, to me, it all comes down to looking at certain things and that is that uh i get pretty irritated on i I don't care what kind of day you had i'm not sure if i could i could equate it to a quarter million dollar day yeah you know what i'm saying yeah like like (laughs) you know even if even if you're if you go to a hotel and you have an amazing experience you're like i'm just not sure it was worth the 300 dollars you know what i mean i'm not going i'm not going i'm not going a quarter meal quarter mil you know in in some in some sub that has an xbox controller from from uh or whatever the fuck it was you know all that stuff yeah i love how all that stuff comes out now like that was the problem the controller was the problem (laughs) yeah i I know that people really are fixating on the controller not (laughs) the uh the fact this guy was told several times you probably shouldn't make it out of the stuff you're making it out of uh, yeah, yeah. There's there's a lot of fucking issues there. Uh, yeah, it, uh, it it does goes to show you, you know, sort of a tangent. Now I'm I'm now I'm uh, hijacking the whole icebreaker. So what I was listening to one of the latest uh, editions of uh, American Scandal, and they're getting into that uh, opioid crisis thing with OxyContin. Ooh. And did you watch that nice. miniseries on Hulu with Michael Keaton? Um, that kind of broke down the same story. Uh, I can't remember what it's called. No. Like, but I'm I'm all all about it. Michael it's very Keaton, good. No it's very well done. Um, and you know, I, who doesn't like Michael Keaton? I guess uh, he, yeah. does, he does a wonderful job. And uh, anyway, it's just it's amazing to me when I listen to this. It's like this billion dollar fucking pharmaceutical company, and they are met with 
brick wall, brick wall after brick wall where it's just like you can't use this the way you want to use it. And yet they keep going, what if we do this? And they just keep fighting it and they fight it. And then when it turns out everybody that warned them was right, they turn around and try to fight that. And it's just like, you know, and the weird thing is it's like we could either take the advice of people that are put in charge of controlling companies like us and, and setting up kind of parameters and safeguards and make a ton of money. Or we could just battle the shit out of this and make a shit ton of money. And the thing is, I know this was covered in the news, but nobody really knew about it until like Prince and Michael Jackson died, it seemed like. You know, but I'm not saying nobody. I'm saying if you probably weren't directly affected by it, you didn't care about it. And then think about what you're watching on the news the last couple of weeks. You would think shark attacks and bears attacking innocent bystanders are the two most <laughs> the things we have to worry about you know what i mean for whatever reason and that's on yeah. the on the viewer man that's not on the, i can blame the media to a certain extent but that opioid shit was covered you find out all these people that were researching and telling stories it was just boring and we wanted to hear about a, a alligator that bit a kid not fucking uh, some junkie in West Virginia OD. Do you know what I mean? I don't know. Well, sure. But listen, <laughs> if you build a ship called Titan to go check out the remains of a ship called the Titanic, it's going to ex- implode. That's that's all that's going to happen. I mean, that's 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 basically it's it's, it's it was it was written on the side of the ship that it was doomed. Yeah. I'm sorry to say. That's a good it's point. true. But you know, as I like you to know, say, when a, I mean, I'm surprised. I'm surprised they didn't find a fucking iceberg down there too. <laughs> you know? Oh God! You know, when we first heard about it, like we all thought that the thing just everybody was still in there. You know what I mean? That we didn't know. You know? Oh yeah, sure. Just he's they're on a they're on a they're on a scrap of it, just floating around like. Uh, well, no, Whatever. no. They, they thought they lady. just lost contact with it, and there was 96 hours oh. of oxygen. You know what I mean? They're just sitting down there waiting to be rescued, right? And that exact sure. day, I was on my on my way home from work at a at a stoplight. It skipped my line of cars, and I just about lost my shit. Like we're gonna have to start running a red light here, people. And I'm like, I can't imagine what it'd be like stuck in a little tube with like, well, we got 96 hours till they save us. Fuck that. Let's get out of here, man. Uh, exactly. And I couldn't. Uh, you know, one more reason why I'm that. And cost are the two reasons I didn't go. So, you know, you know what one of the guys said before it imploded was, "Fucking, am I the only person that brushed their teeth this morning?" <laughs> oh man, yeah. I think about it. I didn't. Yeah, God, you got people fucking crop dusting that fucking thing. It ain't going anywhere. <laughs> you're, you're yeah, it's nowhere. Up. People, you know, Johnny over there paying the quarter mill and ate a bean burrito last night for dinner. <laughs> Your your pre-submersible meal is a trip to Taco Bell. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, God, <laughs> you gotta save the money. You're paying a quarter mil the next day. Yeah, exactly. You're going for the five dollar yeah, chimichanga. I'm, I'm just gonna get the bean burrito. I can't really splurge on the meat. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. No meat today, please. Yeah. Uh, well, the word on the street is that uh, I'm causing some problems in the Cannon household. <laughs> Uh, you are. I, I need to. I need to fight, hear more about this because I. That's kind of my life mission is to just basically disrupt your daily life <laughs> <laughs> to, to cause problems. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, I, I have to tell you that that um, you know 
It's been uh, eight years since our relationship has blossomed mm-hmm. or started and then blossomed to what it is today. And never during that journey did I ever think that that my association with you would uh, – would would have my wife challenge my Facebook game. <laughs> <laughs> That's what this is about. <laughs> That's what this I'm is about. I'm definitely on Facebook more and, than uh, you. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. And, and, uh, and 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 you know, I don't remember when she did, but all of a sudden, you guys were officially friends, or the algorithm started pumping more of your content to her. But it's basically it's like this. She goes, Mrs. Cannes goes, you know, Baco. Sure likes being a grandfather. Mm-hmm. He sure likes hanging out with his grandson. He 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 shares some beautiful pictures of his family all the time, and uh, he also really hates Beyonce. But that's a side. <laughs> that's a side. That's a side point. <laughs> oh, but but no. The main thing is the main thing is is, is she goes. Why don't you be more like Baco? I'm like, excuse me. First of all, who? Yeah. Who? Who has ever said that phrase, you know, be like Mike? Yeah. Be like Baco? I don't know. Like you know Baco, what I mean? But I yes, your like beautiful Baco. pictures. <laughs> your pictures is, and everything like that. And then also, you, you, this, this came up in conversation. You know, we should probably get a cat. Excuse the fuck out of me. <laughs> wow. So, so that's the main thing. Your nice family sharing pictures. I go, I go, listen. Listen, I use Facebook not that much. As you know, I don't post yeah. that much uh, on my page, right? You're right. very guarded. And I go, listen. Yeah, uh, almost to a uh, sociopathic like... sense. <laughs> I usually share stuff that we we do. But the main thing about it is I go, listen, I spend a lot of time curating content specifically for the Cobras and Fire page. Mm-hmm. I go, I went through 50 memes just yesterday to finally pick Def, Def Leotard. To, to post on the page it goes so that's the commitment I have and plus it goes my son is not knocking me out about a a, a song that I wrote about him called Cannon Junior or whatever like that he goes that's like Tommy Lee's kid yeah. he goes that's the kind of like, you don't want me posting stuff like yeah. the, the stuff that I like to post so anyway that's it so stop being such a good fucking father and <laughs> grandfather and and loving your animals and shit like that oh, now God. I got to do stuff like that with my dog you're fucking killing me man you got a nice looking dog. <laughs> you, you, you like the looks of my dog? Yeah, he's good looking. I like his name too. I think I mentioned that Lego. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's a good name. Good name. So just, just. Well, look, you have a beautiful notch. family and a I'm nice pet. You, you, you can, uh, you can dial up the, the Facebook social media presence if you want to. I, I share because I want to, uh, for no other reason, I guess. You know that that's funny. When I was applying for a job, I did a quick look at my Facebook page. Although it's supposedly set that you have to be my friend to see anything anyway, but I don't know how much I can trust that shit. Sure. I wanted yeah, to make yeah, yeah. sure I didn't have anything too edgy on there, you know? <laughs> and I was like, you know what? They go there and it's like, guys into music, cats, food, and the Minnesota Vikings. And I'm like, <laughs> if, if, if you spent, you scroll two weeks and that's all you're going to get out of me, I think that's a, that's a fair assessment. Uh You'd have to you have to go a little deeper to get some of the the, the Easter Easter uh, memes. So uh, Easter eggs. Oh, okay, yeah, like that. Oh, that's right. Yeah, right. It goes a little. Like yeah, which I wouldn't yeah, think uh, your wife would enjoy that as much as I do. So, uh, no. so maybe you need to show I, her I that stuff you, and say, look, I, it's not just all this kind of good stuff. Yeah, <laughs> look at this picture of Jesus getting his nails done. 
That's right. <laughs> exactly. Something tells me those things somehow that they're like, you probably won't like this one, but we'll serve you the cat picture. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, I t- tell it. your wife. That's I my said, beef. I, I, well, I, I wish I could say I'm sorry, but honestly, I'm just out here living my life, man. Um, just good time. So uh, give your best to all your okay, family. Cool. And uh, yes, I... Uh, I wish I could say I was sorry that I was causing some un- discomfort in the home, but uh, frankly, you uh, love it. You fucking love I've it. I've just had <laughs> every time now. <laughs> when you post now, you have in the back of your head. This is yeah. a beautiful post, and it's also gonna get Elsie in trouble. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm more, the thing is, like, hey man, maybe you should just tag him. I, I should really be thanking you because you just made sure that today I'm gonna have. A, I'm already in the best mood of my life. So. Pretty hardcore pellet grill recipe uh, for Berea tacos that turned out great. Other than that, pretty uneventful, but that's uh, largely how I spent my day. Everybody seemed to like him anyway, but they could just be lying because it's Father's Day. You know, who knows? Uh, oh, and I, and I got a nice little grilling plate from the cat. Uh, she's uh, very oh, thoughtful. So, um, yeah. Uh, how about you? How was your I Father's Day? I did see that. Yeah? Did you, did you like it? I think I think that was the tipping point was, was the, the plate. The all together. <laughs> you know, she did comment on that one. Yeah, uh, she, I, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So. Okay. Uh, anyway, uh, I assume you had a good Father's Day with the family, or, or are you one of the ones where it's like it's Father's Day, no family? Uh, I can't recall how you did right. it. Uh, yeah, I did a little stuff in the morning, and then it was all about me, man. Mm. So I did exactly what I I wanted to on Father's Day, and that is to basically do nothing. Relax, no responsibilities, except for going to a show for a band that I have somehow successfully avoided over the last decade, and that is the band Rival Sons. Hmm. And they, they, now, I, let I, me uh, ask you on that real ahead. quick. Uh, did uh, they were because I, I saw them at Northern Invasion? Uh, was that not the year that that you came? They may have been. 
at that show. But yeah, they kind I of blend together, honestly, for, for me at this point. So maybe not. Anyway. Gotcha. But yeah, man. So that was like I was looking forward to this weekend because I had just got their um, – I'd heard the singles Guillotine and Everybody's Gonna Die, which both of those sound inspiring, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> and and I'd heard both those singles, and I was like, God damn, why have I never been into this band before? And and then finally the album came out. I pre-ordered it in vinyl. Um, actually helped out helped out helped them out too because the pre-order page was going to a 404 error. So I actually messaged nice. the people there. I'm like, there's no there's no qualification to be in rock and roll. And I was like, can I get a free show just like the Gene Simmons thing? Because that's how we got those Gene Simmons tickets yeah. back in the day. <laughs> but uh, anyway, they added it back. I pre-ordered it. The vinyl's beautiful. Um, the whole album is eight tracks. There's not a bad song on it. And then I went back to their old catalog and realized. I think there's a reason. I think that, that they're up to this point. They've basically put out decent albums with a few good bangers, but but that maybe is what it is. Maybe the samples that people have shared have just not not uh, churned my butter before. But anyway, back to the show. These I, I go see them in what is now my favorite venue in because I, I realize there's a lot of them that are in uh, Denver. They're very similar, but the Ogden holds about 1,200 people, hmm. and and. Um, the whole thing's kind of elevated, nice, where there's really not a shitty view. It doesn't matter okay. if you're upstairs, downstairs. It's it's it constantly have these little sections, which is is great. And I got right up front, um, and in what I just got to tell you that, that first first diapers. Oh, diapers! <laughs> I did not bring them, but I should have because I I think I peed twice, but I was able to get back to the same spot I was in, in before. But I was definitely thinking bro bro bag. Hmm. Have we decided a name on that yet? We're still in development. You mean the product I already came up with and named? Yes, the urinal slacks. Yeah, yeah, but it needs a different brand. I didn't say that we can could do it. I'm just saying it's all about the name. Yeah. Again, you know what, man? Uh, find somebody other else's ideas to take for a while, okay? You know, it's the urinal slack. Uh, and, yeah. And, uh, quit, quit stepping on my, quit, quit poking my urinal bag. <laughs> I like that term. Yeah. Anyway, so I, <laughs> I, it was a Sunday night, so I had like meetings the next morning. So I knew I was only going to have maybe one or two course lights. Mm-hmm. Um, and the point is, I didn't need to. I got up there. They put on a two-hour show. They're fucking. Uh, the thing I would relate it to, as far as them live, is like Clutch, where the, where the drums and the uh, and like the rhythm section is just fucking. Everybody is on point at their at their position. Is my is my energetic. They they uh, they dress like rock stars too, like uh, uh, the guitarist. I don't know everybody's name yet. That's how fresh I am in this band. Mm-hmm. But like it was one of those things. You're like you're like the tone was perfect. Orange amps were there. You know, it makes me happy. And and ugliest and amplifier in rock and like, roll. Yeah. So I love the color. Love it just like I love the yellow on the cover of uh, Metallica. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Seventy two seasons. I'm not so, sure how that's a counterpoint. I like that album cover. I don't know. I always thought that these guys were were a band that kind of just like were aping, kind of like uh, Greta Van Fleet, and maybe some of their past stuff has. But I just mm. think that they're in the a zone right now. Here's the whole thing: they played two hours. They played almost the entire fucking album live too, which was shocking to me. They played like six or seven songs off of it. Well, that's um, the upside of not having any real hits. <laughs> you can play whatever the fuck you want. Yeah, but, uh, true. Um, right. I think Clutch is a good comparison as far as that uh, they got a certain level of success. 
and they got their their fan base that they're still building. Yep. But uh, yeah, I I think they're a good band. Packed. But I'm kind of like you; they really haven't clicked with me that much. Maybe I'll check out this new record. Let's call it Dark Fighter. Um, but it was like one of those great nights where like I was ta- I was like, do I go? It's a Sunday night, and then you'd leave and you feel cleansed by rock and roll, just like when I saw Local H or whatever like that, or you saw Ugly Kid Joe. I just felt like like it had been too long since I saw a live show. It had only been like two months, but still. Fair enough. Well, I'm glad you had a good time. It sounds like it. to do a one-two punch where I was going to see uh, the Blue Stones were playing at a, a venue called the Bluebird, and it holds about 500 people. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was the night prior, and that we were all set up to go, actually, uh, the wife and I. And the they were, they, we were just going to get the tickets day of, like I usually do, just in case shit comes up, and sold out. So good for them. Yeah. That was another, another they actually uh, played um, for rock and roll in general. They played another place uh, here right after your show, I think. Either that or right before a buddy of mine went uh, called the Turf Club. That did okay. not sell out, and that that's pretty. That's a. It sounds like it's smaller than five hundred. I think it's three to three hundred ish. That I mean, it was a good crowd though. Uh, it just uh, you could still clearly see that you could move around. Um, anyway, but uh, I, that's a band I keep meaning to go check out a little more. You turned me on to them, and I've liked what we've kind of featured. So I don't know. Uh, I guess I didn't get yeah. the tour announcement. But, uh, it was also like a Sunday night, so I wasn't uh, no chance I was going. <laughs> yep. So the, another two-person band, um, but and I, we did see that. That's that one I did see at Northern Invasion. Okay. Maybe that's where you're getting con- confused. No, I'm not. Um, I'm just maybe. I'm confusing um, whether okay. or not Rival Sons was at the one you went to. Nothing more. I saw Rival Sons gotcha. at Northern Invasion. I just you know there was four of them, and I they yeah. all kind of bleed together. Uh, on the the positive end, that Gloria Sons. By the way, I wore my Gloria Sons T-shirt to the Rival Sons concert just to see if somebody would say, it look, would ask me if if I, <laughs> I knew I was seeing the right band or not. Uh, I'm, ge- I'm guessing did your Gloria Sons shirt. Although I did see it, so I should know this. It's yeah. not black. Yeah. It is black. Okay, all right. They're one of those <laughs> bands that that sells yeah. a good a good amount of T-shirts that aren't black. Uh. Sure. Yeah. Also, the Rival Sons merch, pretty cool. Yeah. Good logos, all that kind of stuff. Conservative. As far as that, not over the top. Um, now, going back to in general, that but I'm not. But it worked out that I didn't see the Blue Stones because it looks like the Blue Stones are opening for the Glorious Sons hmm. on their just just announced tour called Creatively Glory. <laughs> yeah. Well, so, a, is that the name of the new record? The track right? of. 
the, there's uh there's, there's a new, new record is called yeah. glory right yeah okay yeah yeah and they're coming back through here in like uh i think october or yeah november. they're coming back through here you want to guess what day of the week uh they're going to be in at first avenue Wednesday. Hey, oh bingo. God. Bam. It's just like, yep. uh, God, I already got to go see Wasp on a Wednesday for fuck's sake. I don't know if I got two Wednesdays shows in one year, man. <laughs> uh. I should just mention that too, that, that even though no, just one beer at the concert, got home at, you know, midnight, worked the next day. I was fucking out by like yeah. four or five o'clock that day, that Monday. Like it's just, we're, we're old, man. It, it shows those weekday concerts or whatever. Yeah, it's it's just too difficult to power through at this age, whether you drink or don't. Honestly, it's just like, uh, yeah, I plan on taking the Thursday after Wasp off. Uh, I believe Gene is too, so maybe we'll uh, we'll meet for breakfast or something. I don't know. <laughs> we'll get a hotel room, walk to it from uh, after getting our ass kicked by Wasp backing tracks. Anyway, <laughs> what's what's going to ask is is uh, here's a challenge question for you because you used to go to quite a few in the beginning of this this uh, podcast, but. Mm-hmm. Are you ever going to go to a two-day fest again? Yeah, pro- I mean, it would have. Or are to you be- a- are you aged out? I'm not going to travel go for for any festival. I'll tell you that. Uh, so Got it. they have to bring it back to Somerset or one of the amphitheaters here in the Twin Cities. Uh, yeah, I can do two days, three. I'm going to uh, pretty much guarantee I'm not sticking around uh, because there is a three-day festival called Rock Fest they do every year. That's a somewhat reasonable drive for me. I think it's about two hours from where, where we're at. Right. Uh, but you know, then you're dealing with there's no. It's in the the problem with that one is that it, it's not near anything. So you got you have to camp there pretty much. And I am also done with camping <laughs> unless we had like a motorhome. <laughs> you know what I mean? I could I could deal with that. But no, I'm not fucking putting yeah. an air mattress on dirt and under and sleeping and you just wake up in that heat and ah, just just talking about it is like fuck. I mean, I loved it when I was younger, man. It was fucking living, but now not now. If anybody saying, saw like, me get off the to, floor to, if I have to get down to pick a pen up off the floor and people watch me, they'd realize I'm not gonna ever go camping again. <laughs> like, well, also you have to think like are these, you know, for the whole day, there are four bands I want to see, and I like these bands, but are they are they air mattress in the dirt worthy? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, we that were recently the, invited uh, to go see, uh, see Warrant in southern Minnesota, almost in Iowa. Uh, some friends of ours from Owatonna went, and they said, you guys should come down. And, and it's one of those bars throwing a yearly anniversary party in a parking lot deal. And for yeah. a second, I was like, you know, I can have a good time at those shows. And they said we could stay in their camper at their campsite or something. So I, I was like, well, let's at least look at the, the tickets. And they're $50. Now, I, I don't even like Warrant. That is a $20 <laughs> show, man. That is not a... And it turned out right. the attendants backed me up on that. Uh, apparently, the bar owner lost her ass, but... Whatever, that's yeah. the price you pay. You know, you fucking you roll hot with uh, warrant. You're gonna you're gonna get burned. <laughs> that's, that's an old saying in the business, by the yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
I think I told you about that. Uh, they 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 said that like they were playing all new songs. They didn't play any stuff we knew until the end. And uh, I think what I said to you is like because I, I, I told them I was like I don't think that's what happened. I think what you just <laughs> forgot is how few songs you actually know by warrant. You know, and I listed off yeah. five, and they knew four. And I'm like, and they were the five obvious yeah. ones. So anyway. They really that's weren't that band, big that's of a, a band, a you know what I mean? I mean, it, like, it, it, right, they right. had a couple huge hits, but they weren't like, you know, I don't even know who to think of compare them to from that time. Like Poison, Poison, you know, you're gonna see if you followed Poison during the '80s, you're gonna know half the songs they play. No, I agree. It's like when you go when you go to Poison show, you're like, Jesus, I forgot how many songs were on the radio. Yeah, I had the same experience with The Offspring. <laughs> I was like, holy fuck. Another great example. Yeah. They have at least 10 songs yeah. that, that get rot- rotation. That uh, Ace Frehley has <laughs> limited vinyl represses of his three classic albums. Yeah, that, that fucking guy. Uh, yeah, I, I heard. Yeah. Get, do you mind if I read the press release? Yeah, let's hit it. Get ready to crank up the volume and unleash your inner guitar gods. Because, gods, plural, because we've got the thunderous return of three timeless masterpieces from the legendary Space Ace. MNRK Heavy is releasing the full force of Ace's sonic arsenal with a limited vinyl repress of three classic albums, Anomaly, Space Invader, and Spaceman in stunning new colors. Each Ace Freely vinyl repress will be available in two vinyl variants in limited quantities. I think the comment I left on on the official Ace Freely post on that was, I'll wait for the inevitable warehouse find, because I remember <laughs> that came up at least once on one of these other never before pressed in this color vinyl thing um you know what these vinyl collectors are they're kind of insane and you know because i collect vinyl too but you know i'm in kiss group so i hear a lot of this stuff they chase like well here's the record club variant and here's the record club second pressing variant this is the columbia house i'm like when i started collecting vinyl like uh back like uh when i started trying to get my full kiss collection we were kind of lean to believe that you don't get the record club one because those are the kind of cheap generic pressings. A lot of times they don't have an inner sleeve. 
and you certainly don't value them with if anything. But now they're they're at that level, and ah, God, you you see people who have like a a spine that was wrapped around to the front cover, meaning that the the piece of paper that the the, the album cover slid an eighth of an inch while they cut it and folded it. And they're like, <laughs> just how much is this worth? It's a it's a, a variant. I haven't seen this one before. I'm like, it's a manufacturing defect, you dipshit. So there's clearly an audience for like, well, I guess I do have Ace Freely Anomaly, but only on black and green vinyl, not on splatter gray and blue. You know, it's like there's nothing more, and it's just, and he keeps doing it with those same three records. Uh, what were the ones he did? It was it was just three or. It's Anomaly, Space Invader, and Spaceman, or is he doing Origins as well? No, that's that's not there. But I think you're missing the the uh, you're bearing the headline. Oh, here, oh, that what's, is, oh, sorry, what's that? How many guitar gods do we have inside ourselves that we need to unleash? <laughs> that's what you like, huh? All right, that's not too bad. I do. I, I like it when there's typos in uh, in press releases. Sonic Arsenal, Inner Guitar Gods, mm-hmm. but again. Three timeless classics. Yeah, <laughs> come on. Yeah, that, that's the that's, thing that's, you really should be please, hung let's up just on. Bring it down a little bit. Yeah, oh, timeless yeah. classics. My ass. One of them just came out a couple of years ago. Yeah, yeah. I can tell you that they already sold 500 uh, of them, and I'm pretty sure that's the uh, the 500 people in Vinnie Vincent's group or whatever. You know, they have their market. <laughs> there's, there's, they're going to sell 100 percent of their of their stock if they to a certain uh, group. Yeah. Yeah. There's somebody trying to sell vinyl of uh, uh, the Slaughter record, uh, Fear No Evil. Is that what it's called? You know, the one after why. The, is that the one with the snake on the front of it? I think so, yeah. Yeah. Um, and okay. when that came out, they, 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 were, they started taking pre-orders. I don't know the record label. It's one of the small guys. Uh, well, you know, whatever. It's it's Slaughter. It's going to be what it is. Uh, um, right. right, 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 right. But it was like, uh, only doing 300 pre-order now because this is going to go fast and then like six months later going to go to pressing only a small quantity left and then as of recently yeah. as they're starting to ship them is like and you can still get them but there aren't many left and i'm like i would i'm gonna guess if they press 300 there's 278 left <laughs> I, I just who's the audience uh-huh. for that project <laughs> slaughter doesn't I, I even know. play anything yeah, off that record there's... Oh, they don't play anything off of any any record except for the first two. Right. That's what I'm getting at. I mean, what else is there, really? Yeah. And they only play one song off their second, and then there's the title track. That's it. <laughs> they only play eight songs, so, so you got to be selective. Oh, God. You know what they need to do is- Eight song pre- slaughter. Press a vinyl pressing of their show intro. They just, <laughs> it, it's like 14 minutes long, and them going- I know. Yeah, and then whatever- yeah, if you, if you don't, you, you don't have time for all these other slaughter tracks because they're playing uh, fucking Ted Nugent, whatever that track is. Hmm. Yeah? yeah. Yeah. What's the guitar one? Uh, Stranglehold. Stranglehold. Yeah, they play a 10, 15 minute version of Stranglehold, so you can't yeah. fit all that gold on there. Yeah. Why not, man? Only uh, so much time, Baco. Well, going back to the Ace Freely, how many of each record did you get on this then? <laughs> I got the same amount I have. I have currently zero. <laughs> yes. <laughs> same here. Yeah. Oh God. Anyway, uh, hey, uh, uh, enough on that. Well, uh, D. Snyder had some insight on selling his publishing that was a take I haven't heard any musicians say as of this point. Now, he didn't get the, the Springsteen cash out, you know. Uh, I think he sold his a few years ago. 
But you know, and you're largely selling. Yeah. Oh, he did. We're not gonna take it as basically the the song that that has and, any marketing any value to it for for the publishing end of it. But he he brought up something. He's like, well, you basically they, they give you what they see as like 10 to 15 years of possible revenue. Like this is not money that you've actually made, but they consider it somewhat a likely valuation of it. And they give you that in one bulk payment as opposed to getting that money every year. He said that when you do it the the straight way, um, it ends up being taxed as personal income and he loses, you know, 40% of it going that route by doing this. Apparently it's only like a 10 to 15% tax hit. So you get a big bulk of money, you get 15 years worth of revenue, plus you take a smaller tax hit. That was the part that I hadn't really heard before. I don't know much about those those laws, but it's something with capital gains or something? No, that's section 179. Okay. I don't know where I was going there. I was trying to sound like a, a smart accountant. You didn't yeah. like that? Okay, we can keep going. No, I liked it. I just, uh, I, I had nothing, so. No, I, I, I haven't heard that either. That makes somewhat sense. I mean, basically... If you're D. Snyder, you're like, how much money am, am I going to make on I Want to Rock and and uh, not going to take it? Yeah. And that that does explain why it shows up a lot. I do think it'd be unusual if you if it's he's saying it's, he sold it for a while a while back is when you're appearing in uh, shows like Cobra Kai, you're singing your song that you already gave up the rights to. Yeah. I don't know. It's kind of weird, right? You're, I guess that's what everybody's doing now, Motley Crue, and you're, you get your song and you're you're playing them. But uh, it's got to be some, somewhat unusual when you finally give it up and you're still doing performance-based things on something that you don't own anymore. <laughs> don't He's know. like, uh, I'll be in Cobra Kai, but I'm going to play something off my solo album. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Nope. Hey, I, hey, I just picked that up on <laughs> vinyl, want... his latest record there. Uh, yeah, it was on that. Oh, really? Yeah, it, was it, clearing, uh, it was okay. Uh, it's, it was on clearance, though. Okay. So I got it for half off. So yeah, that's too bad. All right, all right. Yeah. Not too bad. Okay. Yeah. Is this the one where it's all like heavy metal? Yeah. Like the, yeah. the when he was paired up with uh, the guy from what? What band did he? Uh, hate the breed. producers. Like a, uh, hate breed. Uh, Joey Josta. Gotcha. Okay. Right. Anyway, it's it's all right. Then yeah, the Cobra Kai did not feature that song. <laughs> did not. What's the other thing I bought that day? I got a Stone Sour uh, record store day. Someone uh, I got got a used copy of it. Uh, uh, is oh, it Meanwhile really? in Burbank? Oh, the cover's one that you said mm-hmm. you'd never listened to before when I yeah. talked about it before. Well, I'd heard the Love Gun. The well, they did like three of them, and they're, okay. they're three EPs of five yeah, yeah, cover yeah. tunes. You know, I, I got to question how big a fan he is of, of music when uh, when he's covering like Love Gun. <laughs> it's like, do you really like Kiss? Yeah, because I just... You know. <laughs> Right. Or you just want to do Love Gun, you know? Are you really someone who got into the music and talks about it? Because he's on a podcast with Chris Jericho talking about music from the elder. And I've never heard really? three people claim to go deep on the elder that clearly probably don't know, haven't listened to it that much. Uh, but uh, it, it was... See, I love the fact that you're challenging somebody's elder fandom. <laughs> <laughs> How much? Listen, if there's an expert in the room, it's you. I think you should be on the judge, like fucking America's Got Talent, and like voting down bullshit. Nope, you just prepped for the prep for this episode yesterday, motherfucker. How dare you go into Odyssey that way? No, clearly you don't understand the vision of just a boy. Nope, Mr. Blackwell, fuck you. No, that's not the best track on the album. Yeah. I you know I'm up for it. I would it. love yeah. to see you just pull apart. How about you do a commentary? How about we do a, another commentary track on that podcast? We can release that as a bonus episode on our Patreon that we don't have. Hey, you know what? Now we're talking. Uh, that'll give me something to do when I'm uh, you know trying to kill time. 
Oh, uh, <laughs> hey, uh, what did you did, did you? We had ever talked about it. Ghost just released uh, an EP of covers too. I liked the one that, that was like perfectly suited for them. What was the single? Oh, um, the, uh, Genesis song. Yeah, the Jesus one. Jesus, he knows me. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. I haven't listened to the rest, but I, do, I usually do like their covers. Are they? Yeah, they at least pick eh, interesting songs. You know what I mean? You know, it's yeah, not like yeah. Hailstorm or Stone Sour, where it's just like, hey, here's Judas Priest breaking the law. You know, it's like, oh, because I'm a huge Priest fan. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty no, no, steel. Got a t shirt. Oh, God. But yeah, apparently I'm lousy with covers. I only, and the thing is, like, I, that, that's can you do? Can you do a few more? Stop, stop for a second. Yeah. I just would like you to do a few more dumb metal guy. A few more <laughs> dumb metal guy quotes. Uh, dumb metal like the guy character qu- you have now. No, oh, a dumb metal guy. Yeah, you no. know, just like Yeah, that's just, just like you're big being priest fan. a little overly specific there. Just call it metal guy. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Oh, that's true. You don't need to. Yeah, that's like called an ATM ATM machine. Yeah. The M is already Exactly. in there, machine. ATM machine machine. Dumb metal guy, metal guy, already dumb. I get it. <laughs> that's called explaining your jokes. Yeah, it's it's implied. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Van Halen is always good for a, a comment or a quote now and then. Uh, he uh, recently chimed in on the whole backing track issue. He was on something called Coffee with Ola. And uh, he, he basically... <laughs> yeah. That was the original title for this show. Probably better. Can't get him on fucking Cobras and Fire, but Coffee with Ola, he's there. Oh, whatever. <laughs> so, uh, just to clarify, yeah, I'm just jealous. <laughs> exactly, that's right. All right. Ola character? Well, here's his comments on it. Hell, half the people live, it's tracks nowadays, which is such a huge, it's just a fucking bummer, man. Look, I think everybody else draws their own line with what tracks are acceptable or not, but it's like, if you're pumping in the main guitar riff and the lead vocals and the actual fucking drums like Fozzie does, okay, I might have thrown that in there. Uh, that's a problem. You should be able to play your shit. I can understand if you don't have a keyboard player, so you need the pad. Like he's just talking about a drum pad that you hit that plays, and then that triggers the keyboard. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Um, that's fine. You can't carry around a sixty-piece orchestra, so you've got the strings. That's fine. But the lead vocal, main guitar, main bass, and main drums—that should be you playing that. And then he laughs like, right? 
And 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 again, we've kind of beat this to to death a little bit, but I am still just baffled at like like now bands are actually just saying, Oh yeah, we're using tracks all the time. Blackie Lawless just went on the most ridiculous defense of it while he also name dropped shitloads of people who have never been in the same room with him. Uh who, Muhammad Ali. Yeah, have never no no idea who he is. Uh but you know, Eddie Vedder <laughs> loves him. Um, just a reminder. Uh and it's just like, fuck, man. You know, his I, Blackie's defense was like, uh, he went out and did the Crimson Idol, which has a lot of this uh, orchestration. And he and he said, yeah, so we, we, we're up there playing. We're playing live, but we have other guitars added onto it. And it sounds like the record. And I'm like, I can never go back. And I'm like, Jesus, you know, the, isn't that the point? The point isn't to sound like the album, man. It's supposed to sound like a live performance. It's supposed to sound like a band. When you go into the studio, that's your time to tinker, fuck around, and layer shit. But when you go up on stage, why is it so fucking hard? And it, I don't think the fans are clamoring for it. So that, to me, like, is the big red flag here. You can't do it is the problem. You can't sing three nights a week anymore you can't play these parts that you used to play when you were younger and yeah like like wolfie said you should be able to play your shit man if not why are you out there the fans aren't not only in the sense of like the fans who just can't seem to let anything go oh my god you know this might be the last time i see talking oh god fucking forbid jesus (laughs) it's gonna be okay i just missed out on seeing taylor swift two nights in a row and i don't care It'll be okay. I may never get to see her again. Oh, okay. Okay. So she just came to your town. That was that. That was the reason yeah, for those yeah. posts. Okay. Yeah, you know what? Real quick on like, that. What is he talking about? It's a fucking phenomenon for sure. Uh, as much as I think her music is crap and garbage, uh, it is just the the excitement and the... I mean, the city of Minneapolis released that statement that, like, we really encourage people who don't have tickets not to come. And what other artists do you need to do that for? It's like, you know, it's like, the, like we really want fans of the Minnesota Vikings who don't have tickets to tomorrow's game to not come. I'm not going to because I don't have a ticket. <laughs> but now Taylor <laughs> okay. Swift fans are like, fuck that. Apparently this is a thing. They go to the, all these stadiums where they're playing and they sit outside and listen. Really? Yeah. Okay. That's that's a next level of uh, no way would I ever do that for anybody. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Interesting. You know, maybe if I lived... Across the street from the venue, you know, sit out on my balcony. Yeah, yeah, let's check out some Motley Crue. Oh, yeah, that's a little different. Yeah, yeah I'm not going out. I'm not that. fucking parking. I'm not paying $25 to walk 15 blocks. You know, right? I'm not going to hit that it's fucking like- sardine can they call light rail to head down there just to sit outside. Especially this is I an enclosed imagining- stadium. It's like on a roof and everything. It's like, right. I'm just imagining a big bunch of people with a cup against the concrete wall. Trying to listen through. <laughs> yeah. Uh, when's the, when's, you know, when's Swifty hit this. in Denver? I, I, uh, actually, I don't know. I would think she would play the uh, Mile High Stadium. So, oh. I don't, I don't, But usually they have a big bo- big thing on, this, on the side saying who's coming. And I haven't seen her on that that uh, banner when I drove by. So oh, my know. God. Minneapolis. I don't know the answer to that. But really... I'll, have my, I'll have my cup ready. Yeah. Oh, you didn't get tickets go. for the kids? <laughs> I wanted you to be no, the dad I, I, Googling how long is the concert. Yeah. Oh, God. I will probably do the same thing when I, my daughter does want to go see Ed Sheeran. Mm. Some shit. That sounds even worse. That oh, guy is. Oh, God. He's basically oof. a male Taylor Swift. 
Yeah, he's. But we got like twenty five dollar tickets. So I will either fake an injury or or uh, uh, have to go to the piss every song and just go to the bar and just get drunk. Head <laughs> shirt concert. Get like Jesus Christ, uh. I would much rather see. Here's people I'd rather see than Ed Sheeran, uh, Madonna. Uh, like I, you could just list, list everybody else because at least they have energy. That guy's I, every song I've heard from him. And like, and how, he doesn't even look like a dude that you'd be into. Anybody be into? I don't get any, any of his appeal. Period. One hundred percent. I don't get it. He should run for a Republican president. I mean, I just don't get the physical. Like, <laughs> his hair looks like shit. He's a ginger. He's kind of short and puffy. Yeah. He's not a, That's a, remotely attractive. His music is about as generic as you can get. His name is fucking Ed. Right. Ed Sheeran is a fucking yeah. star. Like, what is going on? Ed, Sam Smith. Boom, there's your Sam Smith reference for the episode. Get get some That's cool names. That's what I was going to say. That's a good combo. Yeah, actually, because yeah, Sam Smith's yeah. kind of a puffy dude, too. He's he's not he's not uh, I don't he's get not it. exactly eye candy. He just put out an, uh, a single called Vulgar, which is a... Uh, a dual vocal with him and Madonna. All black and stripper heels, mood like Madonna. Bitch like I'm in the Louvre, got nothing left to prove. You know you're beautiful when they call you vulgar. I do what I wanna, I go when I gotta. I'm sexy, I'm free, and I feel vulgar. Apparently he's getting nasty. I'm like, yeah, you're getting nasty because you're pretending to get get all get all sultry with a 65 year old lady, <laughs> which is kind of <laughs> weird to begin with. And I'm pretty sure, I, I maybe maybe not, but I'm getting the vibe that you're not into women too. So yeah. it's just a whole thing. I'm like, uh, I'm like, Jesus Christ. Well, that's the vibe but, I get uh, from my fellow Sam sailors. Smith yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Hey, you know what? By the way, I gotta get. Yeah, I congratulate you there. You took the lead on Sam Smith this week. Uh, thank you. Um, you're stepping up oh, and uh, right. really, really pulling your weight today. God damn, man. I am. I cannot believe that somehow he has become a staple <laughs> of the show. Well, you know, Sam we, Smith staple. Last year was the summer of Tommy Lee. This year is the summer of Sam. <laughs> <laughs> summer of Sam. Oh, I like it. Great movie. Perfect. Uh, yeah. John Leguizamo is my guy.
Well, we talked about this record coming out because it was one of the records that was named a number, and the Extreme dropped their new album. What is it, six or seven? Six? Six. Yep. Six. Uh, I, a lot of people are uh, raving about this. I have not actually checked it out yet, other than the song they released. Uh, have you had a chance mm-hmm. to hear it? I have. Before I go into it, though, as uh, you know, I am an Extreme fan. I enjoy, when I be my fan, is I enjoy uh, Extreme 2, Porno, Porno? Porno graffiti? Pornography. Porno. Pornography. <laughs> See, I know I'll say it wrong again. You always get me on that. <laughs> but, um, and, and, and you know, they're, they're a band that, that, you know, you have to either number your albums or name your albums. Like, they stopped at number th- number three, at least. But mm-hmm. this time, they, you know, it's, it's extreme three, three sides of the story. Uh, waiting on the punchline, I enjoyed. Past that, it's, that's pretty much it for the most part. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so they, so they put out their album, Six, has a fucking monkey on the cover. I'm like, what's up with that? <laughs> it's a gorilla. And uh, online, all I hear is people talking about how great the vinyl is, this gorilla's embossed, this this is a great presentation, and, and whatnot. Cool. And um, and then I hear people, not just the the reviews that sometimes you're, you're suspect with that are from all those websites you never heard of that were given a free copy or whatever. Um but just people in general just raving about this album, and I gotta tell you, not a fan. I've 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 gone through this, you know. Nuno's say say Nuno the right way. Nuno. <laughs> Steve Michael, Stephen Stephen Michael or Steve? Should we just call him Steve? Stephen. Okay, Stephen Michael. Uh, Nuno's solo is great on that one song, but you know what? From I saw Nuno on the Monsters of Rock cruise. <laughs> And he was getting a piece of cantaloupe in front of me in <laughs> buffet. What about playing basketball? How's Nuno with basketball, Stephen? Don't bring that shit in here, Nuno. <laughs> <laughs> the lane is mine. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So I listened to this, my, and it's not because it's different. It's because it fucking sucks, yeah. this album. Yeah. There's wow. a couple things. I mean, from the from the production to everything about it, I don't care that the song "Rise." That song blows goats, it, but except for that solo, and that solo doesn't even fit. You say that the guitarists play for the song. Hmm. Fuck that. That that solo comes out of nowhere. Doesn't attach on to every anything else of that 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 at all, and it's done. It, 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 there's it just comes. There's not a single song that's good on this album. And they've put a bunch of ballads on there. Fucking, I think Nuno is also singing with. They try to do like a more than words kind of thing on like three ballads. They got kind of that that Richie Sambora to John Bon Jovi vibe. Yeah, whatever. Everything is hype. You are you are drinking the extreme Kool Aid if you mm. think this album is 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 not a complete turd burger. Uh, <laughs> with that said, I'll be seeing uh, Extreme with Living Color here soon. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, you necessarily had to fire you up to go to that show. Huh? Yeah, I I just hope they don't do a Rival Sons, which is playing six songs off it or something like that. I just want them to play like two. And then get back to the uh, listen. Mm. There's never been a time. Here's when I know an album sucks. When I say, you know what, I'd rather be listening to Little Jack Horny. Yeah, you know, I'd rather be listening to Get the Funk Out. Another song I don't like by them. Mm. But 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 you know, it's that's it. Do not get this album. Do not be. Do not believe the hype. This album sucks. Not because it's different. Because I liked Waiting for the Punchline. This album is fucking terrible. That's it. That's my deep analysis. It's dumb. It's it's bad. It's 
It's disposable. The end. I'll have to check it out. Uh, with that review, how could I not? Uh, <laughs> uh, well, another <laughs> a, a headline that kind of caught me off guard is uh, there's another record coming out. Uh, long-awaited new docket. And I'm like, oh, like, long-awaited? Really? Really? Were we... Uh, have we yeah, long been awaiting uh, the new document? It's definitely been a long record? wait. Yeah. Mm. I think it's just been a long time. I don't think anybody has actually been waiting for it. Maybe a few. Yeah, maybe. But if you're a Dawkins fan, you've seen Dawkins live. Well, besides Dawkins, we got a little news that sounds like the Mick Mars solo album is close to being done. He's actually got an album title out. Nice. What's it called? It's called uh, Another Side of Mars. You're kidding me. No. Uh, apparently, uh, okay. he's he wants to grab that one before Ace Freely gets it. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> yeah, don't go to the space thing. That, that That's immediately going to space. That's his territory, man. That's his ideas. <laughs> uh, it doesn't really give any details on when it's going to be out, but he's got a title. I've been hearing a little more news about it lately, so hopefully uh, it's somewhat close. I would be interested in hearing that. How about you? Of course. I mean, at this, at this point, it's been in development for like a decade, so it's going to be uh, – it's either going to be like – Iomi or or the other version of it, which is not the good version. Um, I mean, I don't know how many singers are on it. I'm assuming a a, a you know a variety. Yeah, isn't he? Isn't he, that what you doing? Or is there a bunch of instrumentals? Does he go into anything like that or not? I hope he sings. I, I can only imagine what his voice sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> just just it'd be good if he was just riffing and it's just him getting angry about the lawsuit or whatever about kicked out of Motley Crue. Maybe he maybe he's a good be, black metal be, singer. Or maybe it's going to be like Lulu Part Two, hmm. where it's just him reading the lawsuit. <laughs> while the guitars go in the background. Yeah, you know what? I'm that now I'm rooting for that. Yeah. Lulu. <laughs> That'd be a good section 5. Oh Arr. god. Well, and the last thing I wanted to hit you with here is Motley Crue is teasing a new song called Oh shit. See, god damn it. I I had that one. Sex Sex Part 2. Sex. That was a great song by them. What was the stupid new song called? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Maybe I should just I leave all this in there. New- you shouldn't have to say stupid new song from Motley Crue. You just say new song. Oh, yeah, being redundant again. <laughs> uh, yeah, they got some secret club show coming up that's not so much of a secret because they're promoting it. Um, uh, yeah. And the song is called Dogs of War. Is a go-go? The song is supposedly Dogs called Dogs of War, of War yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah, some London club, they're going to do a a secret show where they can ruin people's memory of what they think of Motley Crue. uh... What was that that headline that you grabbed about uh, Def Leppard going on tour and being tour being ruined or uh, perfectly good Def Leppard show ruined by Motley Crue? Yes, there it is. Yeah. Oh God, yeah, that's right. Because my boy uh, Mike in Germany, there, he went to the show uh, shortly after that. I shared that he was like, "Well, hopefully they're better when I see them." <laughs> yeah, okay. Whatever. Yeah, they they cleaned up. Yeah, shit in one hand gigs. and hope in the other. See which one uh, <laughs> smells better. I don't know. <laughs> oh my God! Okay. So yeah, new new Motley coming, new McMars coming. Finally, some new docking. Been waiting for that forever. And uh, apparently, if uh, to fill the time between all those come out, we can just enjoy the latest extreme. Uh, so, 
Treat me like a dog I am of war. That's what they should call it. Ooh, yeah. I like that. Yeah. Combine. Combine a br- uh, the uh, the old classic track from New Tattoo and uh, and add on there. But who, my God, I mean, Dogs of War, that's been used a ton for, mm-hmm. that's that's a overused title, I got to tell you. And that's what I want. I want political commentary from, from Motley Crue. <laughs> what, what is it, what's it going to be about? I mean, the dogs of war. What are the dogs of war? Have you ever you seen? Do they actually uh, think they're dogs? Have you seen the movie Dog Soldiers? No, I've not. Highly recommend it. It's great. I missed that one. That's yeah, good. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it's got the guy who played yeah, Reich I, in uh, um, rabid, Rabidness. Or Ravenous. Ravenous. Mm-hmm. Rabidness okay. is, is the Uh-oh. movie I was in. Where I got killed by a cat man. Oh, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Oh, yeah. Ravenous. That was an awesome debut. I love the stretching in that. <laughs> a lot of stretching. Oh, you're talking Ratgate. Right you're getting me beginning. confused now. Yeah. Yeah. Got to warm up. Oh, oh, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Dog it's Soldiers, uh, another Baco movie recommendation guy. It's got to be streaming somewhere. Uh, awesome. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, uh, yeah. Do you think um, uh, back to the Motley Crue song? I mean, did DJ Aspa and James Michael, Michael James, James Michael, uh, ghostwrite the song with Nikki? I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say absolutely they did. I mean, basically that's all he's, he's done over. since. Uh, oh, where did he start working yeah. with them? I, I know they were all the 6 a.m. Uh, guys, and then they Sons are uh, Saints of Los Angeles. So what? It probably was 6 a.m. his mm-hmm. first time working with them. Uh, basically, I'm going to say 2007. Yeah, because yeah, 2008. Yeah, the Saints of Los Angeles was, was basically Nikki trying to recreate the 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 boost he got from the first 6 a.m. record, where it's like, hey, this actually worked—a record about a book. Let's do that again. So. Yeah, sounds like a good deal. Pair this with a book, double the revenue. Oh, and Mick recently came out and said he barely plays on the last three Motley Crue records. So, thanks, Mick. Uh, oh, great. Not exactly yeah, I, news. I noticed uh, there weren't any guitars. <laughs> Thanks. Oh uh, God. Yeah, someone shared in the uh, in the Cobra group that uh, uh, I think it was to me that uh, uh, Uncle Ted uh, he he shares my distaste for Taylor Swift's uh, music, but uh, doesn't think it's very oh, good. Very. You should start highbrow. Not very organic. I think is what he said. Something like that. Yeah, it's like cartoon music or something. Yeah, whatever. You know, uh, broken clocks right twice a day. Yes, Uncle <laughs> Ted start, start, starting to starting to get some kinship with the old Tedder. You know, uh, and Stephen Stacy oh. commented uh, in the in the group that uh, on basically in re- relation to our last episode where we talked about the diaper wearers at the Taylor Swift shows. Uh, he's like, at least sure. they're wearing diapers because Taylor Swift is giving them a long ass show with a lot of a lot of interesting stuff. If you're a fan, we wear them because we're old as fuck. And we can't go too long without going to the bathroom. So I thought that was a, an astute comment. So, yeah, I think so. I mean, I mean, I, I have to say that my my stream is not as uh, not as strong as it used to be back in the day. You know, my time, my toilet. Whoever's behind me at the urinal, good fucking luck, man. <laughs> I'm gonna be piss. I'm gonna be pissing here for a, a while. Get in the other line. <laughs> I'm like I'm like a Netflix show. I stream for 30 minutes. That's pretty good. I like that. <laughs> Go ahead. 
I had nothing more, man. Uh, I got a couple. You items. got nothing about your prostate or anything? You know, not yet. No, no my stream. You know, my my stream is uh, remarkably strong for my age. I, I would, based on the comments I hear from others. Ah, talk. so that's good. We should probably put a sur- survey on the uh, private group and just say who has a stronger stream, <laughs> Paco or LC. <laughs> Well, based on what our two comments, we only got our own, uh, like, the, like so who's the research in this? You know, we're going to run into uh, Sean Cullen in well, the, in the fucking quick trip bathroom. Just meeting. Well, I just like if you met two people, you're like, I got, that guy probably has a stronger stream. I could just tell from his personality. From his handshake, yeah. Faster. Yeah, if, if you really right. grip hard, you're overcompensating because you got, uh, you, you, it takes you eight minutes to oh. piss. Yeah. Oh, that's what it is. Okay, so you're saying that if you have a stronger handshake, then you're you, you just basically drip piss out of your body slowly. Yeah, yeah and you drive a way too big pickup that you back into parking spots at Target. <laughs> <laughs> now, now people are going to start. Uh, let's see. We could we could start. We can revolutionize the uh, or influence just a medium handshake. That is weird. Like it's either it's either a dead fish handshake or it's somebody that comes in there and fucking just. Just like it was told, a, a firm handshake is is a good way to do business. There's usually nothing in between, though, right? No. Isn't it to the, to I'm, and the thing is, I'm probably an in between handshaker. I don't want to, in, in you know, like put someone in pain. You know, just hey, right. I'm all about the but fist bump I, nowadays. Boom, I think boom. it's yeah. Yeah, so say that now it's almost like it's it's. I remember like that was one of the <laughs> first times I've seen going in for a handshake with Gene Simmons when we did that. Um, mm, that's that right. He greet. was fist bumping and. And he immediately, like, before you put the hand out, he does this. Like, we're going to do this. I'm not fucking putting, like, it's less contact if I do this. You know what? I'm going to just start hauling off on people that do that. Like, all right, let's do it. I'm fucking, you know, like, like it's, it's the equivalent Bam! of a strong handshake is to just punch somebody's fucking knuckles. <laughs> like the, the the very strong high five. You get those oh, sometimes, yeah. too, where you're almost yeah. like, your, your arm's almost broken. Yeah, man. I like kids, it. Little kids, little kids get into that. Like the seven or eight-year-old just jumps up and goes, motherfucker. Bah! That's what they do at, at, like, birthday parties and shit. Yeah. Gotta watch out I, for that. I'm very I'm similar. Sorry. Let's don't, get back on subject. Don't bring your high five this way if you don't want to get a fucking heavy one back, baby. You, you'd be, be, <laughs> you'd be ready, man. Yeah. I'll break that fucking ankle. <laughs> so... All right, man. Let's get the fuck out of here. This has been a weird one. I'm enjoying it quite a bit. Well, nice work today. Again, uh, it seems like you're stepping it up and uh, you're, you're coming with more Sam Smith content than before. I just, uh, <laughs> I, I, I got, you know what? I bust, I, I get on you when you come in, in disappointing. I got to give you the, the, the encouragement when you show up and knock it out of the park. Today, you went four for four with uh, hmm. two homers. Oh, excellent. I, I, uh, I don't know what to say. At this point, I'm not used to any kind of positive reinforcement, so um, I'm confused, and I'm guessing this is a backhand compliment, and I, that I really need do need to up my game, especially on social media and everything else in my life. I really need to improve, and I appreciate you giving me that feedback. Thank All right, you, very good. Yes, uh, and, and carry it forward, man. Embrace the day. Take a picture with your kid and put it online. <laughs> You are you are nothing but a, a positive force in my life, and yeah. I appreciate that. All right, that's very good. <laughs> okay, all right. Rock's not dead; it's completely full of shit. <laughs> I can deal with that.
Saved message. Saved message. Hello, I can't tell time. Calling you back. Bye. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points. 